podcast episode. Thank you all for tuning in. I was I was super excited to touch on this topic. Um, just so happened it dropped the day before my birthday, so I was not really able to talk about it immediately as soon as it happened. Um, but yes, I enjoyed um my my birthday uh, day, and it was pretty cool. Now I am getting back to business with these episodes. So let's see. Um, first topic. Uh, Giannis and Dame Lillard are on the same team together. They are now, um, you know, that new tandem. Um, now, uh, with the news breaking, it obviously, you know, a lot of people spoke on how Dame Lillard had been with the Portland Trailblazers for so long. Um, you know, everybody spoke about the loyalty on his end because he was one of the players that was so vocal about being loyal to a franchise. And, you know, you can only you can try to do that for so long. But eventually, when you really just want to win a championship, you have to do what you have to do to win that championship. Um, I think Drew Holiday was received by the, uh, the Trailblazers, DeAndre Ayton. Um, yeah. And um, so the the Bucks roster looks pretty good. They have Brooke Lopez. They have Dame. They have Chris Middleton. And, you know, I'm going to just say this now. You know, I'm I'm rooting for all the teams, and you know, because I'm a big NBA uh, fan, I just want to see important stuff. You know, like, I just want to see games. You know, I just want to see um, you know some good stuff on TV. I'm not really too big on the uh, on anything else, but I did see a lot of people who were, you know, I think the the thing that I get you know very frustrated about when these you know these particular things happen is how much everybody else being put on these teams are, you know, um, gloated, you know, everybody brags about it and talks about it. Oh, they made such a great decision. Oh, this is so cool. Cool. Oh, this. But when Steph Curry and Kevin Durant teamed up with one another, it was, (laughs) it was the worst thing that happened to the NBA. You know, you got all these teams that are doing this now. You got all these players that are teaming up with superstars. I mean, look at the Suns. They literally have Devin Booker, Kevin Durant and and what's the other, the 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 other guy Brad Bill like I mean if you that's just, that right there is ridiculous so I'm it's always so interesting how people talk about what you know um Steph and KD did and then they're also you know bragging about what these other guys doing like no disrespect to LeBron but you play with AD He's like a top five player in the NBA. I mean, and you still can't win a championship right now. And it's like no shade to him, but I feel like if you put AD on the Warriors, if you put AD alongside Steph Curry, I feel like they would have won a ring already. Did they win a ring? Yes, the bubble ring. Yes, that's, you know, that's the ring they have. But I'm talking about consecutive rings. I feel like they could win one and then two. I feel like Steph Curry is that type of player. And again, that is no shade to LeBron. I'm just basing it off of how I look at it. He plays with AD. <laughs> like, I don't know how people don't see how Miami is it as. When AD is healthy, AD is a massive force. Like, nobody can stop him in the NBA. That's how good he is. Steph Curry doesn't have a player like that on his squad. 
He doesn't have a player like that on his squad. So it's always just so interesting to see how people view, you know, other other players and superstars teaming up with one another, but compared to how they did Steph Curry and KD when they joined each other. Because it was so bad for basketball. You remember? It was so bad for basketball, which it was one of the most exciting eras for basketball, to be honest. I'm not sure how it was any any type of bad. But you heard a lot of people saying that, it was bad for basketball. And I still don't know why that was the conversation. I'm still confused at how um, I'm still confused at how it was bad for basketball. I don't know how that even happened. <laughs> um, you know, but back to uh, Dame and uh, Giannis, I think this is dope for them. I think Giannis is finally getting a another player that can, you know, when he's not playing, that can, you know, hold, hold, his, hold, hold their own. Um, but the thing about it is I've always noticed that it's not about who you play with. It's how that person plays. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what this tandem does. I don't know if it puts them in the front seat to win um, or anything. I, I just don't know what it does for them. You know, I think that this is a good look for the NBA, but I'm not sure what this is going to do for them as far as playoffs and when, you know, the big games come around. You know, I don't really know. Um, I know that there are a lot of good teams in the NBA, but again, you know, you you never you never really know what's going to happen. Um, I think uh, Giannis is just happy, you know. I mean, as he should, because as I I had conversations with other people and I talked about like how the difference in going and joining another superstar on their team that's a weak move to me. Period. I don't care how you people look at it or whatever it is, the cases or the basis. I think that it's a weak move. So when we talk about, you know, players, you know, everybody likes to talk about players and where they are. And a lot of these players are good, but pay attention to what some of them had to do to win rings. I'm not dissing. And my thing is, there's a lot of this. This can apply to a lot of the players in the NBA. It doesn't apply to a few of them, though. A few of these guys have literally stayed on their team, allowed other players to come play with them, and still stayed on their team. I just think that's a different type of um, a different type of patience and a different type of showing that you can take the back seat for, for for someone else to come in and do well, all for the sake of the team. Because some players are gonna say no for to another superstar coming and joining them. Some players are like that. Some players don't care. Some players do. But I think, if, if, if I'm going to be honest, I rate players based on those type of situations. So when players are going and joining other, like, other superstars, I don't care what anybody says. It makes that player look a certain way. Again, you don't have to like what I'm saying. You do not have to agree with what I'm saying. I don't care if that player was the best player when he went and joined another superstar. He still had to go join another superstar to win a ring. And y'all know who I'm talking about, but I'm not going to say any names because I feel like people people will chew me up sometimes when I say things about their favorite player. And I don't mean to say it in a mean way. I'm just basing off how it looks. <laughs> I'm literally just basing it off of how it looks like you're going to join another player on his on his on his team. Um, 
you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, and, and, and the thing is, shading people with this conversation is, is like, you know, that's what people, that's what people look at it as. Shading people, that's just how, that's just what it looks like. Um, and I, and I'm not, and I'm not trying to do that, but I'm, I'm just being 100 and being honest period. Like it just doesn't look the same as somebody who stayed on their team to win a ring. I don't care what anybody tells you. Um, also, um, let's get into this topic with Aja Wilson. I think is it Asia, Aja, I maybe Asia Wilson. So Asia Wilson doesn't win the MVP in the WNBA. And, you know, a lot of the players always voice their concerns of why they feel some of these players don't win, you know, don't win, you know, these these trophies and these things like that, you know, as MVP. A lot of people feel like Alessa Thomas should have won it because she's had an amazing season. Her season has been terrific. It's ridiculous. Um, but a lot of people, as, as myself, I thought Aja Wilson should have got it. And the reason why I feel that way is because she's doing a lot. She's breaking a lot of records. She's doing stuff that you haven't seen any other NBA, uh, WNBA player do. And so I don't take anything away from Brianna Stewart. I don't. But when are, when are we going to have the conversation that, you know, a lot of these players are getting these things based on their skin color? The WNBA has been very, very on edge and racist, in my opinion. And, I, and I, that's something I've noticed about the WNBA. To have a league majority of black women, the WNBA to me is a very racist league. I'm sorry. From the owners that own some of these places, like I remember a while they had that Atlanta owner who was a Donald Trump fan and she was talking all this trash about the, when they stood up for the police brutality and things like that. Like a lot of things in WNBA, I'm starting to understand now why they act the way they do with some of the players. A lot of these, a lot of these people, a lot of these, these corporations, a lot of these company, a lot of these, you know, big places are, are racist. Um, again, I don't, I'm not taking anything from any of these players, but a lot of these people are like racist for real. And it's crazy to see because it's like, how could you be racist when majority of your players are black? It just, that's going to be a part of something I'm never going to be able to understand. You know, like it is it, never going to, it's never going to make any sense to me how you can be like that. When majority of your of your players are black, I'm sorry. It just it just sounds crazy to me. So yes, I do feel like I do feel like period point blank. I feel like the WNBA is racist, and I feel like Aja Wilson not winning an MVP and finishing in fourth place in MVP votes is ridiculous. Who's voting for these people? Like, who's voting? Who's are you watching the game? And on, and another thing too is, Aja Wilson has a personality. She's very cocky. She she's doing her thing. She's been doing it for a long time though. Her team just they're going back to the WNBA finals, which they're probably gonna win because. You know, it's going to be very surprising to see what happens in this WNBA Finals. It's going to probably get some of the, the biggest views that the WNBA Finals have ever gotten because they're going to be going up against the NY Liberty. Um, and that's going to be a really big game because that's where Brianna Stewart, you know, Brianna Stewart plays. You got Sabrina. You got all these good players. It's going to be a real good matchup. But what I'm saying is, 
it's ridiculous to me that this woman did not win MVP. I do not care what anybody says. She's having one of the best seasons. She should have been, she should have been the one and only MVP um, on that list. Period. If it wasn't her, it should have been Alyssa Thomas. Period. That's what I think. Ridiculous. Um, on to the next topic. We got Magic Johnson um, throwing a little shade at Steph Curry. Uh, now, the, the thing with Steph is he usually stays out in the media, doesn't talk too much. Um, the, the thing about this whole situation is that he was asked a question in the interview. He said he feels like he's the best point guard. Everybody has now all of a sudden added Magic Johnson into this, and I don't know why. But let me get this. Let's let's get this understood. Magic Johnson never won anything without Kareem. So I don't care how you feel about Steph Curry or whatever you may think. He never won anything without Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So Steph Curry has won two rings without another star player, really. Y'all can look at it however you want to look at it. I don't I, see when you look at the way that Clay has, you know, he had the injuries to his knee. He's not the same Clay anymore. So that last championship that Steph Curry just won in 2020, what, 2022, when Jordan Poole on the team, that was one of the best, best, like that was one of the best NBA finals ever, ever. Steph Curry showed you guys why he can't be messed with. You All you got to do is put a few pieces around him and he's going to make it work. But you know what? I think this is going to be one of his best seasons. You know why? Because Steph Curry's not done. He's he's still on the go. Like, he's still one of the more conditioned players in the NBA. I'll say Steph Curry has about six years left. And this guy, this guy's like, what, 35? I think he would retire at like 41. That's what I think he's going to retire. So that's like six years left. Steph Curry, in my personal opinion, is going to retire the greatest point guard to live. Why? Because he's going to get another championship. He may get another championship or two. If he doesn't win this year, he has other years to go. You know why? Because LeBron is not going to be here forever. LeBron is not even going to be able to do a whole 82-game season. (laughs) You have other teams, but... Usually in the NBA, it's so hard to do what, what some of these players do. You know, like, Jokic is a really good player, but I don't see the Nuggets going back to the NBA Finals next year. I don't. I don't see that happening for them. And I also, I also honestly don't even see the Lakers going back to the, to the playoffs. I don't see them getting too far. So, basically what I'm saying is, he's going to retire with more rings than LeBron, and he's going to have... Just as many rings as Magic Johnson before he's retired. When we talk about who's had the bigger impact, it's going to be Steph Curry. <laughs> so this whole conversation that he's throwing out there is, is, is ridiculous. So this is, what, this is what he says. This is what he says um, when he's talking. And I guess he had a, an interview with someone. So um, Magic Johnson says, okay. So if he got more than five championships and he got more than three finals MVPs and three league MVPs, then he's the greatest. That's what Magic Johnson says. If he got more than number one in assists all the time in the finals, number two in double-doubles in the finals, number one in triple-doubles all the time, NBA playoffs, number four in steals all the time in playoffs, if he got more than those numbers, then he's the best. Uh, 
If he got more than all those things, he's the best. But last time I checked, he doesn't. But what does that have to do with his impact? Um, um, I think a lot of people throw so much shade at Curry because I just think they just throw shade at him. But he's still one of the best to ever do it. He's always going to be one of the best to ever do it. And I think he's still in his prime. I don't think he's gotten to a point where he's going to retire anytime soon. Um, his, you know, Curry has Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, and Shaquille O'Neal. Um, and Magic Johnson on his top five. So clearly he knows he's he's a great player. But I think it's just him choosing himself. You can't get mad at somebody for saying that they're, they feel like that they're the best player or point guard to ever do it. Anybody's going to say that in a conversation. They're going to pick, they're going to choose themselves. Um, I feel like Steph has always been so humble, though, for so long. I think it's about time. He starts doing stuff like this. I think it's about time that Steph Curry starts doing stuff like this. Start letting people know that you have that faith in who you are. And regardless of what Magic Johnson's saying, he's not playing. So he can't really, there's not a whole lot that he could really do. Um, you know, just my personal opinion. So he could feel however he wants to feel, but. Steph Curry to me is the best the best player to ever do it. I mean, well, point guard to ever do it, and he's gonna go down as that. So Magic Johnson, you're just gonna have to take that, and 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 this, you know, because everybody's gonna have their opinion on this type of on this type of conversation, and a lot of people will choose Steph, and a lot of people's gonna choose Magic Johnson. Again, they are two great point guards. There's really no there's really no reason why we should even be arguing about this. But again, it popped up. I hate that Steph did the interview with, with Gilbert Arenas because all they wanted to do was cause a stir anyway. But um, yeah, it's done and it's said. All right, guys. So thank you all for tuning into the BCG podcast. I just wanted to talk a little bit basketball. Um, we have some more episodes that uh, I will be releasing soon, probably tomorrow, if I say tomorrow or Monday. But yeah, be on the lookout for those. And thank you all for tuning into the BCG podcast.